Ms. Norma, you have uh, a checklist. Yeah. Okay. Talk to us about this card. It's it's a heart check, and um, it it's again based on Proverbs four twenty three. Mm-hmm. Above all else, guard your heart. And um, he showed me that there are like four what I would call problems. Just as you'd go to the doctor, a mm-hmm. physical doctor, you have your heart checked and you know various parts of your body checked. Yes. And so if you if there's a problem, they usually give you a solution. So the first problem that we have is sin, and the the solutions that he's given us from the Word of God is to confess our sins mm-hmm. and to repent of them. And then the second. Um, problem is when we've been offended or been hurt by other people and um and the the solution to that is to make our heart better is forgiveness Mm -hmm. and then the third problem is when we experience loss and disappointment and the solution for that is to grieve it we Mm. need to grieve that loss and then the last problem is when we believe lies or have vain imaginations, when we're being deceived by the enemy. And the solution to that is to tell yourself the truth, to, well, to replace the lie with God's word of truth. And sometimes we need to even declare that out loud for it to drop from our head to our heart. heart. Yeah. I love, I love the card. And so people can reach out to you. Yeah. To, to Restoring Hearts mm-hmm. Ministry. Yeah. And in fact, if they go to uh, www.restoring-hearts.com, then, um, yeah, they can contact me that way, and I can get them even a free um, 31-day devotional yeah. and other products. So there's lots on there. There are tracks on there on freedom from abandonment and rejection, different things like that that other resources that they can grab a hold of. Hey everybody, this is Joe Lynn Bright, also known as JLB in the house. Welcome to HopeNet Studio 2501, Conversations About Mental Health and Wellness podcast. We're so glad once again that you've joined us. And as I said, I'm your host, Joe Lynn Bright, JLB. Today in the line of our uh, book reviews, for today's episode, we have Miss Norma Donovan, who is going to be talking about the book she wrote. It's so pretty. So when you guys go out and grab one or you order it off of Amazon, we, you, you know what? You got to look for the title, Restoring Your Heart to Deepen Intimacy. And I'll just tell you a little bit um, on the back about the author. So Norma Donovan is an author, speaker, and the founder of and president of Restoring Hearts Ministry. So I'm just gonna go ahead and bring her on in and say, hey, Miss Norma, thanks for coming in and hanging out with me. Oh, thank you for asking me to come. JoLynn, I I love every opportunity I can get to be with you. And I'm just grinning from ear to ear because I always think about, when I think about you, you're one of the, one of my favorite people to sit with. Hmm. And God always seems to show up yes. when we get together. Yes. And so the problem is that sometimes we don't get together often enough. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe I shouldn't say that because I this is what I do with my friends. Not don't, normally, I, this is what I do. I say, if you come to my mind, I know that I'm supposed to either call you, reach mm-hmm. out, or we're supposed to sit together. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm going to trust the Holy Spirit to tell me when. And when it's when I'm saying it's time. Let's go. We got to we got to get together. And most times the people are coming back saying, I've been thinking about you, too. So let's do it. So 
when we thought about doing uh, book reviews um, during this time, I just knew that we were going to do yours um, because I had the privilege of reading through it and I had the privilege of watching you in part of the journey. So I want you to tell us a little bit like, okay, I'll back up so I won't get ahead of myself. So tell us about Norma because I always like our audience to know. And then what in the world led you to write a book with this title, Restoring Your Heart to Deepen Intimacy? Okay. Well, I was born and raised in Arizona, and Mm -hmm. then the Lord moved us to uh, my husband and I and our kids. Um, I met my husband, John, uh, before school actually started. Hi, Dr. John. I'm just saying a shout-out. Yeah, that was in 1976, so we've been married almost um, 46 years. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And um, I became a Christian at age 15 through the high school ministry called Young Life. Okay. Um, We have two adult children who live in Omaha, Nebraska, and um, I have a degree. My undergrad was in elementary and special ed. Mm -hmm. I taught four years of fourth grade until (laughs) we gave birth to our firstborn, and then I also have a master's in counseling and guidance. Okay. Yeah, and my passions, Jolene, my my passions are for people to fall more madly in love with Jesus, so intimacy with God, and I especially um, love hearing God's voice. That's what really deepened my intimacy with Him, and my other passion is restoring hearts. I want people to be made, uh, their hearts to be made whole. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that leads me to why I wrote this book. Yes. Um, I've been on a journey. So I'm 66 years old. I've been on this journey, especially since I was 40. But even before that, I just have always wanted to figure out myself and my hurts. And oh, wow. um, and so I, yeah. Really? You've been, you've been trying on a journey trying to figure that out? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, I'm you, still on that journey. You have hurts? Uh, oh yes! Oh my goodness, yes! I think we all do, and I know we do. I'm being. I know. Uh, I know you facetious. are. <laughs> but you know, like to say that out loud, you know. Oh, you know what? I think um, I just read Kurt Thompson's book, "The Soul of Shame," and it's it's being vulnerable, speaking it out loud, that breaks shame, mm. and so um, I've. You know, I my healing process was uh, came through reading Christian books about that, uh, um, seeking Christian counselors out, uh, being ministered by them, yes. going to our church's um, lay counseling ministry a couple of times. Um, yeah, and especially just the Holy Spirit teaching me things. He's the one that's really healed my heart. And so because I've tasted of that freedom, I'm not saying I've arrived by any means, but because I've tasted of that freedom, freedom tastes so good. Good. And I want others to taste it. That's interesting that even just the the words of tasting that Hmm. freedom, Mm -hmm. what, what does that look like, feel like? Peace is the first thing that comes to mind. I feel um, not anxious and more at peace, not um, and uh, confidence, uh, confidence in who God's created me to be. I'm still growing in that one big time, mm-hmm. uh, but um, yeah, not embarrassed to be who I really am. 
you know, to be free to be me. Yeah. I love that in the book, you are really vulnerable mm-hmm. um, throughout. Mm-hmm. And so telling various stories. So when, when people get done, when I got done, I felt like I knew you even better. Oh, and yeah. not just all the good sparkly things that we get to see, because as soon yeah. as you walk into a room, you light up a room. Mm-hmm. But those other things that we are sometimes ashamed to say, mm-hmm. or um, I don't want somebody to know that about me. Yeah. And you share that. So what are people going to find um, as they open the cover? So the the first, okay, so the the first part of the book, mm-hmm. it's dividing into two, two parts. parts. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's based on the premise that the more emotionally whole we are, the closer we can be to God and people. Because mm-hmm. our wounds, our losses, our... Um, the deception, you know, the lies from the enemy that we believe, that prevents intimacy. And so the first half of the book is called Restoring Hearts. Right. And, and it's about my emotional journey through uh, abandonment, shame, rejection, fear, and deception. Okay. And then, uh, and you know, I'm, I, I'm asking the Lord that when people read it, that uh, people will somehow be able to catch glimpses of themselves in their own life. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in fact, uh, throughout the book are little uh, rest, heart restoration yes, yes. questions. And um, I, I, I hope people will read it slowly, section by section, not, uh, you know, let's sit down and go through this book. Because I'm trusting that the Holy Spirit will minister and set their hearts free as they read it. Let me say that because I just flipped the open on on chapter four, I do believe, Brave Hearted, and I found a heart. Yes. (laughs) So so one of, for example, the the heart question here right now is, how has fear distorted your perception of God? Yeah. So coming along, finding those along the way. Yes, throughout the whole book. So that you can pause. Yes, yes. That's good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, information doesn't transform us. It's revelation and application that transforms us. Mm -hmm. So that's the first half of the book. And then the second half of the book is uh, deepening our intimacy with God. And so uh, it's knowing God, knowing who we are, Mm -hmm. who he's created us to be, which I discovered through knowing God, (laughs) and then uh, loving and obeying God. And then the last two chapters... We have to obey Yes, we do, but you know what? I forgot about that part. He, no. <laughs> he, Father knows best, yeah. and so it's whatever he's asking us to do is is a good thing. You know, yeah. it's a good thing. It may be a hard thing, but mm-hmm. it still can mm-hmm. be a good thing. Um, and then the last two chapters are tools that he has used, uh, in, the Lord has used in my life to bring me into a closer uh, walk with him. And so the first one is soaking in his presence. Yes. Uh, just, yeah, being with him. And then the last one is probably my favorite, which I alluded to earlier, just hearing God's voice. Yes. I When you hear his voice, and I believe every child of God can, can hear, hear his, his voice. voice. Yeah, we're, we're usually just busy or not listening. Uh, but that's where the adventure and how we get to know God, not just in the word, but in our life, we mm-hmm. experience him. That's so funny because as soon as you said that, 
I, I tell people now, don't be shocked if it, it sounds a lot like your own voice when yes. you hear him. Yes, yes. exactly. And, and you're like, well, how do I tell the difference? And a lot of it is just going to his word, the yeah. things that he said to confirm that, yeah. or even maybe some things that he said previously and maybe just repeating again, like, or that that you hear yourself saying something you would never say. <laughs> like, yes. like, like, like that, I know that was not me. Yeah. I know that well, was not me. So an example of that was just last night I was making dinner and I just heard, a you know, a whisper go through my mind that said, um, what was it I just told you a minute ago? Um, About, sit back yeah. and watch me drive. Mm-hmm. And I thought, where in the world did that come from? That had nothing to do with what I was doing at the mm-hmm. time. I had actually was listening to a podcast and uh, it didn't really have anything to do with that. But I believed it was for today's show. Okay. Just that he he's teaching me. He has me on a journey of uh, letting him be responsible and mm-hmm. me not carrying the burden and the weight of responsibility because he, he invites us in that partnership. And so I think he was just quelling my uh, concerns about this mm-hmm. morning, our time together, since I've never been on a podcast before. <laughs> You're and doing he, great. He, You're well, doing thank great. you. He, that's because I'm with you, Joanne. <laughs> um, but that's, you know, that, um, it just made me rest that I can just come in here today, I can sit back, and I can watch him lead. Yeah. I can watch him drive. He's, And then this morning later on, he was showing me, uh, yeah, He's our designated driver. driver. He's the one we can trust to get us where we need to go. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm just soaking in what you're saying right now. Yeah. <laughs> just taking it all in. Um, the one thing, um, being a therapist, mm-hmm. that it's like when I started diving into the book. So you guys, I was honored and it was a privilege for me to read the book before it came to print and give my thoughts. And the whole time I was thinking, like, this should just be a therapy book. Like, a therapist would use this book or and, and do it with your client or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just kept feeling that over mm-hmm. and over again. Was that ever your intention or what What was your thinking? Um, my thinking was I'm, I'm hoping that, that people will be able to sit down by themselves mm-hmm. or sit down and mentor someone using the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of husband and wives doing it together. together. That's cool. Uh-huh. Or um, I know of at least one small group that did it uh, together, small group of women. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it could be used in ministry. I would love to see this be used in therapy situations. I think one thing about my story um, is it wasn't like I had real major trauma. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. so it's more if you're out there thinking about well will this apply to me i think it's more general hurts Mm -hmm. that we all walk through and and yet are we dealing with them because if we don't deal with them we're not that's going to prevent our intimacy yes with with god and with others yes Yes. definitely definitely so i know i think i was um when we went to lunch one time you said i'm getting ready to start a pilot group you know Mm -hmm. and can you talk a little bit about how that came about um to walk through the material and what you all discovered what was that like okay so um yeah I first of all Jolynn you God used you so much 
uh, at a pivotal time, I had hit a roadblock. Mm -hmm. We happened to have lunch that day, Mm -hmm. and uh, you had just preached on Galatians 4.4 in the fullness of time. Mm -hmm. Yes. That gives me the chills you just saying that because God was, he was screaming that. Well, (laughs) I grabbed a hold of that because Mm -hmm. I I had been working on this book for so many years, and it was like Mm -hmm. I just wanted to get the show on the road. But that stilled me. That just, you know, like, okay, this will be done when it needs to be done. If God's not in a rush, I don't need to be in a rush. (laughs) You know, in fact, I shouldn't be in a rush because I don't want to get somewhere ahead of time where I'm not character-wise ready. Mm -hmm. And so when I had that roadblock, our house church pastor recommended we start pilots group, a piloting group, and just see... Get feedback because there were some formatting issues that we were trying to figure out, okay. even with those questions, those mm-hmm. restoration questions. Do we sprinkle them throughout the chapter? Do we put them at the end of the chapter, at the end of the book in a Bible study? You know, how do we do that? And um, so I had two groups. One was a group of 12 women. Okay. And we met, uh, most of us were able to meet like every other week, and we would cover a couple chapters. Okay. You know, did that five times. And then I also ha- asked three men to read it because I believe that men, like women, go through emotional hurts. Right. They may not talk about it as much as women do. But um, anyways, and I'm not sure how it the pilot group impacted them. I'm mm-hmm. not sure how God used it in their life, but I can tell you what he did for me. Okay. And um, I learned so many things. Oh, I had uh, so many um, things that needed clarity on. Mm-hmm. So they gave me feedback with that um, and and encouragement at the same time. You know, they, they, they had constructive criticism and encouragement. And, um, but one thing I was grateful about, Jolynn, yes. was that I remember the first night I went home and I laid in bed and I went, oh, I didn't fear man. I, I was vulnerable because this is my baby. This yes. is my life I'm laying out. <laughs> and and I, I didn't take up rejection. I didn't hook into shame or people pleasing. And so God used that just to encourage my heart to show me where he's taken me from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thanks for and thanks to the ladies and the men who yes. participated in that to get to this final. Well, it's not your last book you're ever going to write, so <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> but when I want you to tell us a story um, that's in the book, or if that you think about right now, in regards to the story, restoring your heart part whether that's the attached part, accepted, unashamed, brave-hearted, or thinking nothing but the truth. Mm-hmm. Something that would be helpful for our listeners today, um, because I think people like to hear, like, what do you mean, Norma, about that? And then what happens? Then how does intimacy come after that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I, the, the one that's coming to mind uh, is the first story I start off off with and it was the the um our wedding weekend when we were getting married and um uh first of all I just want to say that we can only give away what we possess okay and so I cannot 
give you a million dollars, JoLynn, because even if you, you ask me for it, I can't. I'm sorry. I don't have it, so I can't <laughs> give it away. And I'm going to so, call John then. Maybe okay, he has no, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, uh, bless my dad's heart. And he, at the time, he did not know the Lord, but... Um, we knew we had his blessing, my mm-hmm. parents' blessing, to get married. But um, he, I think he didn't even understand what was going on emotionally within him. But, and so he, he did not show up at the re- rehearsal dinner okay. or the rehearsal. And then um, I wasn't even sure if he was going to walk me down the, the aisle. aisle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he did, fortunately, walk me down the aisle, but... He did not then come to the wedding reception, which was okay. in their backyard. Mm-hmm. And I suppressed that. I mean, I or repressed that. Um, and what, what part are you repressing that his not showing up? Him yeah, not, okay. I just, it, you know, that's the day that little girls dream of, mm-hmm. you know, and. And their daddy's going to be yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and embrace all of that. And so I didn't, I mean, I stuffed it way down low. It didn't come back up for Oh, I don't know, 20 years or 15 years or something. And then the Lord began to deal with me with that. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't even, um, you know, I had forgiven my dad for that because I knew I knew he knew not what he was doing. You know, I mean, I he I know my dad loved me and he would never do anything to purposely hurt me. And and yet he couldn't hurdle that within what he was going on okay. so he couldn't give me what I had had wanted because he didn't and possess back, that. yeah okay back to the yeah. you can't give away what you don't possess. exactly okay. but you know and this part is not in the book <laughs> um I had forgiven him but then it wasn't till just a year ago so 45 year almost 45 years later uh, John and I are driving to Arizona mm-hmm. our son was going to get married and um I was reading uh, Emily P. Freeman's book, The Next Right Thing. Yeah, and okay. she talked about naming things. And she's talked about how um, uh, that sometimes our body will express our anxiety or our hurts mm-hmm. will express themselves in our body. And at the time, I had been waking up really early, like at 3.30 or 4 or 4.30 in the morning and not being able to go back to sleep. And so mm-hmm. John just asked me, Norma, do you think this has anything to, to, you know, what do you, do you think that you're anxious about something? And I didn't even think about it, Joanne. Yeah. And out of my mouth came these words. I just don't want anything to ruin our son's That's wedding. Okay. And I, and then John yeah. said, do you think this has to do with our wedding? Mm-hmm. And I lost it in yeah. the car. I, fortunately he was driving through New Mexico and I'm just sobbing. I had forgiven my dad, but I had not grieved that loss. And so... That's um, big. Yeah. No, that is big. And so, um, yeah. So throughout the book are, are little tools such as grieving, uh, the importance of that or the importance of forgiveness, mm-hmm. uh, because those are the things that will set us free. You know, um, mm. the Lord says, above all else in Proverbs 4.23... Guard your heart, for from it flows the springs of living water. And I, I think there are ways that he has shown us in his word 
to guard our heart. And though forgiveness and grieving are two of them. Mm. You know, he wants our hearts to be whole because say that again. He, he wants, wants our that. hearts he wants to that. be yeah, yeah, to be whole because I don't know if we can be fully who he created us to be when we're wounded. I think he receives the most glory when Norma has a whole heart and she is being who he created her to be. And, and see, Jolyn, I mean, I talk about this. I, I hid because of shame. I hid behind performance. I hid behind being who I thought someone else wanted me to be mm-hmm. for so long that it wasn't until, I don't know, five years ago, 10 years ago, I discovered what my favorite color was, which is <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, because I was so much who people wanted me to be. And and what and, and Norma, where is that coming from? Like, like why am I wanting what somebody else wants for me. Because like, I want to be loved. I want to be liked and accepted. And that's the only way that that can come? Is that what we that must That must have been what I believed, at least, as a little girl, that if if I do what my parents asked me to do, mm-hmm. then I will be loved and liked and accepted, you know? And if I don't... And if I don't... <laughs> what happens? Well, it depends. Then, I, then the opposite of that, I'm not loved. Oh, you know... I'm not accepted. Yes, and... I'll disappoint them. And okay. That is probably the thing that hooks me. We should not be in the room together. But I think we already know this about each other is that we're a lot alike. Yeah. And even just, you just reminded me that big thing about disappointing others, and especially our parents, just not wanting to make their hearts sad, not to make them have troubles or anything yeah. like that. I don't want to be the cause of any trouble that they would have in their life. Yes. And so, therefore... I think we go through life not taking risk yeah. and being afraid mm-hmm. most of the time. And mm-hmm. so, therefore, then it turns into that performance thing that yes. you talked about. Yeah. And putting on maybe something that's not real. Mm-hmm. But then to the point, you, okay, watch this. Then you get you do it for so long, you don't know what's real and what's yes. not real. And so, yes. and then and I think that's when people start asking the question, who am I? Yes. And yeah. I think for me, it's led to letting God tell me hmm. who I am and how he created me. And yeah. Just go turn to Ephesians 1 and 2 and you'll be yes. good. Yes. <laughs> that I am loved and I am accepted. I am redeemed. All of that. See, we're going to give each other our own therapy session. Yeah. That, there you go. Tell me what you want to say about the book or to our listeners that I haven't asked you that um, that's going to be really critical for them to know or just a fun fact. Don't hurry, God. For so long, I think one of the reasons why it took many, many years to get this finished was because um, the Lord would not allow me to have this published until he made sure that my identity was in him Mm. as his daughter, that he did not want me to um, find value or significance because I had a published book. He wanted me to to get to the place where it didn't matter if I had one book or 10 books published. Mm -hmm. What mattered is I was his daughter and that he loved me. And so that was such... um, even that is an act of his love for me and his kindness toward me um, because he was protecting me. 
And do you know what he was protecting you from? Oh, pride <laughs> is a huge thing. No. And I didn't want to steal well, his well, glory. Well, well, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, about pride. That thing. Oh, that, yeah. That, sorry. Which is the, op- the opposite is humility. So yes. he, he reminds me about that a lot. Yes. He, did, yeah. he doesn't necessarily say, Jolene, don't be prideful. He says, Jolene, humility looks a whole lot better on you. Yes. And, and, and you know what, Jolene? Um, uh, here's the other thing I want to say. This was significant. Um, when he called me to write, I, I remember writing in my journal a list of reasons why he asked the wrong person to write. <laughs> and I said, Lord, you know, I have attention deficit disorder. It's hard for me to start and complete things. Um, I've never been that good in English. My husband still corrects my noun verb agreement. <laughs> yes. And, um, and I have no clue what I'm doing. Mm. And he said to me, he said, Norma, that is exactly, exactly. why I chose you. Because wow. then you're not going to receive the glory. Mm. He's going to, you know, he's going to receive the glory. Yeah. That's good. You know, I just, I don't want people to think that, uh, that God's, not asking them to do something if if they feel ill-equipped or incapable mm-hmm. because uh, I, I think he, he is all about wanting to flex his muscles yeah. on behalf of his children. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's been a fun adventure. I really grew in intimacy with him because I had to learn how to trust him and trust that I was hearing him right. And I'm sure you experienced that when you wrote your book. The thing that I'm laughing about right now is that even like, like once he told you that, like, that's exactly why I chose you. You get started, Mm -hmm. you start writing things. And then like after chapter two, you said, now, are you sure that it's really me? Am am I, you know, I don't know if that happened for you, but even in the midst of obeying and following through, you say, now, are you sure nobody's going to want want to hear this or from me? Whatever. Those doubts, yeah. Was that did that come up for oh, you? Oh my goodness, yes, yeah. And I I didn't even like writing. It was totally an obedience issue mm-hmm. initially, and it wasn't until just three years ago that um, writing was no longer something I had to do. It wasn't a duty. Oh. It was something I got to do because it was my delight. Mm-hmm. But then it even became. It's something I have to do because it nourishes my soul. Wow. It's my time uh, uh, in the secret place. We had a spiritual mentor say to me once on a phone conversation, he was like a dad, Mm -hmm. and he just said, aren't you glad God asked you to write? And, I mean, I could not have said that initially for many years. I know that you said that this was like a really nice adventure and journey. (laughs) And um, here at HopeNet, we have coaching. Yes. And for some reason, I think that you or your heart was pricked, like, I think I need to do that. And so you dived in. You said, I'm going to call. I'm going to do this. And maybe it was Mm -hmm. was something from the wellness conference. It was. It was. Well, tell me. Tell me how that started. I love sales. I love (laughs) discounts. And at the wellness conference, you could get the coaching for half off. And I thought... Oh, I am in this. <laughs> Where's my checkbook? Yeah. <laughs> well, because it was the ministry's money, and, you know, I just want yeah. to be a good steward. Yeah. And so, um, and I needed that. I I probably had 12 sessions with uh, Charity. Miss Charity. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it was those sessions that um, had me complete the chapters to, 
I mean, she held me accountable. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. No, she held me accountable, and I also discovered who Norma was Mm -hmm. uh, better through those coaching sessions, Mm -hmm. Um, especially when she did the drainer and gainer tool with me. It was like, whoa, that just gave revelation of how God created me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you got to sit with Charity, Yes, Miss Charity Shawless. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, um, when you would come out of your session, sometimes I'd see you, yes, and yeah. you're like, I think I got this, yeah. like, home, or, or I got a lot of homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm coming back. Yeah. Like, do I really need to schedule another appointment? Oh. So that was all part of the adventure, is yes, just engaging in a coaching experience. Yeah. And it sounds like that was beneficial to you, because of the... the the goal is to reach the goal, yes. you know, to move forward. Or if you're stuck, uh-huh. um, to get unstuck and, and move you um, forward. So I'm really glad that HopeNet was a big part of oh, that. Yeah. And I, you know what I almost wonder, like, is that, like, being at the HopeNet Wellness Conference, like, you, you probably, when you walked away, like, when you came that day, you probably didn't say, I'm going to get half off of coaching and I'm going to start doing coaching at, at HopeNet. No. Yeah. And then look just what God did. Yeah. And and then we're joined together mm-hmm. for life. You know, I always mm-hmm. call it bonded for life, but mm-hmm. I never ever thought I was going to meet you. But I did notice you mm. at the conference because you guys, this is what happens. <laughs> she walks into the room and it just lights up. It mm-hmm. just, she just has that. And so you're drawn to her and for some reason I think even when we began to talk to each other it just seemed like okay we're gonna sit together we're gonna do uh-huh. something together and so it's been really rich and to to then say that journey then leads and you guys I'm holding up the book uh-huh. led to to this and we still like each other we oh, still are friends and I all love that kind you. of stuff you know <laughs> so I, I I just praise God yeah. for you saying I'm gonna show up at a conference that I don't uh-huh. really know anybody were you new into town, too? Oh, uh, we had lived here five months, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, God has uh, had us on. He just kept dropping these breadcrumbs, and that was one of the breadcrumbs, mm-hmm. was to attend that wellness day. And, um, oh, I remember leaving there uh, feeling just, oh, I hadn't been involved in counseling things. I mean, I've been mentoring yes, women. Yes, yes, But not as far as just learning and soaking into that and I was just like a sponge I was just so filled up from that one day it just we love we, oh I love that yeah, yeah, that day we love putting that that on um, yeah and we haven't done that yeah um, for the past couple of years that there's lots going on but I there's um when I look at in the table of contents mm-hmm. and I'm looking at part two deepening intimacy mm-hmm. the very first part of that is knowing God mm-hmm. Share with our listeners a little bit about what is that about? Mm-hmm. Um, I get to know him through, obviously, reading his word. I mean, that that's the best way to get to know him. But I've also gotten to know him through listening to his voice and hearing, you know, discerning uh, his heart and how to pray on issues. Mm-hmm. Um because his ways and thoughts are not always like mine. They're not? No, unfortunately, but fortunately, because <laughs> his is the higher and the better way. We can mess some stuff up. Yeah, you know? and and so I, I really started to get to know him better, and actually myself better, when he started to speak to me. 
And um, just knowing, again, um, Kurt Thompson's book, uh, The Anatomy of the Soul, where mm-hmm. he talks about you need to have that like face-to-face and that conversation so you know how people are feeling. You need to mm-hmm. be known, yeah. you know, That's and accepted. That's a big thing for me. <laughs> yeah, and, and so when he speaks to me, I know he knows me. I mean, even when the book was completed, he said to me, Norma, that was the bravest thing you've ever done. <laughs> wow. And that just, it's like he knew that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to, I didn't necessarily know that, but he knew that. And that validated who he created me to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we get to know God better through being with other believers who, who show who he's like, you know. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I know a big thing um, that you have shared consistently whenever we sit with each other. I hear this all the time. You love mentoring. Hmm. You love Hmm. that. Talk about what that looks like. How do you even know who to connect with or do they connect with you? It's been more organic. Okay. Okay. You know, Mm -hmm. to where I don't necessarily go out looking for people and... Uh, Who wants to sit with me? Anybody, no, I know, come on in. Yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, like uh, one woman, uh, I, a young woman I met uh, at a women's conference, uh, she's from here, part of the same Disciple Nations group that we're a part of. And, yes. Um, uh, I just, well, it was actually your book. She had met you. Okay. And and I said, do you want to go through that book together? I mean, I just felt my heart drawn well, to her. That makes my heart go pitter pitter. Yeah. yeah. And so we did, and we've done several books together. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so it it looks different each time. Sometimes I have taken women through this book. Mm-hmm. It's uh, so far it's been like one on one. Okay. I've done, and um, I believe uh, just time wise that's consuming and so i'm you know i'm i'm hoping maybe some small groups Mm -hmm. to do that but um um but it's just so so i'm gonna break in on there so you guys if you're listening you gotta get in touch with (laughs) no you gotta be (laughs) you say i got a group of women we want to sit with you okay so she'll she'll take that call right yeah say yes (laughs) okay yes yes (laughs) and then we'll ask john later okay yeah (laughs) Oh, but um, when we first moved here, a man who prophesies said to me, uh, you're holding space with women. And I had mm. not heard that term before. And really, I, I think I looked it up years later, and it's really just sitting with someone, walking through, going with them through their life. You know, I think, Jolyn, we can do almost anything as long as we know we're not alone. Yeah. And so, you know, hearing their hearts, asking questions to help them discover the answers, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of what praying with them, praying for them, um, that's what mentoring looks like to me. Just wanting to take them to wherever God wants well, to take them yeah. next. Not where you want to take them. Oh, no. That just yeah. sitting, listening to God with them. Yeah. That's good. Thank, I want to thank you for doing that, for mm-hmm. taking of your time your life to do that in ministry. As I'm getting ready to close, I'm thinking, I can hear Dr. John saying, 
you probably should have talked about this or talked about that. <laughs> or, or we or, or we may even be saying, man, I wish we would have talked about this or that. But I'm going to just close with you to say, is there anything else that we really want our listeners to um, hear, know about restoring your heart to deepen intimacy? My hope and desire for everyone is just that they fall more madly in love with the Lord. And I pray that um, if they read this book, that that would be an end result. That their hearts would be healed so that they could fall more in love with with Jesus and get to know him better. Miss Norma. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sitting with me, letting me sit with you again um, today. And... For our listeners, I'm going to say it again. It's Restoring Your Heart to Deepen Intimacy by Miss Norma Donovan. And I know that Dr. John's hands are all over this, too. Uh And we appreciate him for um, being so supportive of this story. Thank you for even just sharing so much of yourself in this Mm -hmm. and that vulnerability. (laughs) So I really appreciate that so much. So until next time. We're going to sign out with Miss Norma in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Studio 2501 Conversations about Mental Health and Wellness. Studio 2501 is hosted by Jolyn Bright. Jolyn is HopeNet's Director of Community Impact, a published author, and has been a licensed clinical therapist for over 20 years. This podcast is owned and operated by HopeNet in Wichita, Kansas. HopeNet is a faith-based nonprofit providing a wide range of mental health and wellness services, including counseling, life coaching, and trainings. For more information on us and how you can help, visit hopenetwichita.org and follow us on social media at HopeNet Wichita. Thank you.